Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to Real Stories Tapes True Crime, a weekly podcast from Real Stories, the online home of exclusive and award-winning documentaries from all over the world. My name is Stephanie Bauer, and this series takes some of Real Stories' most compelling true crime documentaries and turns them into podcasts. This episode is the fourth and final part of a story based on the documentary Angel of Death. If you haven't heard the first three episodes, I'd recommend going back to listen to them. If you're joining the story now, though, you should know that police are exhuming a number of bodies, all patients who died mysteriously at a California hospital. Detectives are hoping to find traces of a drug called Pavilon. They believe a respiratory therapist called Efren Saldivar used the drug to kill the patients. And at least one colleague talked darkly of Saldivar's magic syringe. Some people's names and the name of the hospital have been changed. The story is narrated by Anthony Call. To catch suspected serial killer Efren Saldivar, investigators must reopen the graves of 20 of his possible victims. It was their only hope for finding the physical evidence to put him behind bars. That evidence, a paralyzing drug called Pavulon, must be extracted from the exhumed bodies by an experimental procedure. If it fails, the investigators will have no way to prove their suspect is a murderer. Glendale police officers hand-delivered autopsy samples to forensics expert Dr. Andreessen. He immediately began processing the exhumed tissue. He started by grinding up the samples into a paste-like substance. I first just looked at kidney and the lung tissues, those tissues that receive a lot of blood supply. Because theoretically, at the moment of death, the blood is still circulating greatly in the bodies and the lung tissues would have great circulation. We can confirm that the drug's present. Andreessen filtered it through a polymer that would stick to the drug. He then tested the samples using a gas chromatograph mass spectrometer which can detect compounds weighing less than a billionth of a gram. 
what a mass spectrometer does, it actually weighs molecules. And I know the exact weight of pavulon. I present this unknown sample to this mass spectrometer. It gives me the weights of all the chemicals. And from that, I can say, sure enough, I do or do not have pavulon in this sample. In the first couple of samples, I didn't see anything in them at all. And initially, these samples were coming back negative, And I thought, well, maybe there has not been a crime committed, that these patients died naturally. But then, Andreessen discovered the evidence the investigators so desperately needed. One night, I was working up the samples, started looking at the data, and there was pavulon, the first time I'd seen it in a real exhumed tissue sample. It, I wouldn't say took my breath away, but I looked at it, I said, is this true? This is true, there is pavulon in this patient. Six weeks after the first specimens were delivered, Detectives got the call they had been waiting for. Andreessen had a solid hit. In liver tissue from one of the exhumed bodies, he had found traces of pavulon. The task force was elated. After more than a year of investigation, their hard work had finally paid off. Then they discovered a problem. The victim's medical records showed he had received two milligrams of pavulon in the course of his treatment at the hospital. It had been given to him on August 7, 1997, eight days before he died. Detective McKillop was losing his patience. We went from shock and happiness, jubilant, to here we go again. Every time we get a piece of evidence, there's something that pulls us back and says that's not going to be good enough. While the drug would have metabolized in 20 hours, long before the man's death, Saldivar's attorney might argue this is why it was in his system. If the team guessed wrong and Pavulon failed to show up in any other bodies, their case against Saldivar would collapse. The exhumations continued. Bob Baker had told investigators he suspected Saldivar used his magic syringe on Sarah Ascari. Based on this information, Ascari's body had been slated for exhumation. The cemetery workers found water in the burial vault, so detectives took samples of it for analysis. captain of the department called the lead detective John McKillop in to account for his progress or the lack of it. McKillop's team had spent the past year and a half working the case, but they still had not found anything proving Saldivar's guilt. It was all about finding the truth. I mean, if we could prove that it didn't happen, that was success, just like proving that it did happen. What everybody was afraid of is una being unable to prove that it happened, because what does that mean? It means we can't prove it happened, and we can't prove it didn't happen. What's going on? I've had the captain informed McKillop that the brass was losing their patience. We're a department of uh, 220 sworn police officers with a budget that's not the same as a major, uh, you know, multi-thousand person police department. So we really knew we were draining our uh, resources financially. The lab work alone had cost $150,000. The task force needed hard evidence soon, or the department would shut them down. The success of the entire investigation now rested on Dr. Andreessen's shoulders. 
he needed to find some evidence of the drugs soon, or suspected murderer Efren Saldivar would remain free. Detectives in Glendale, California, exhumed the remains of people they suspected were murdered in an area hospital. A laboratory detected traces of a paralyzing drug in one of the bodies, but the drug had been legitimately administered by the hospital. They had identified a suspected serial killer, but still had not located any of his victims. Investigators got a break when Dr. Andreessen at Lawrence Livermore Labs started getting hits. Sarah Ascari, and Linda Sharofsky. The results were overwhelming, he told the task force. He had found massive amounts of pavulon in the women's lungs, kidneys, bladder, heart tissue, liver, and brain. Investigators finally had hard, irrefutable physical evidence to confirm Saldivar's confession. They were ready to arrest Saldivar on three counts of murder. But investigators wanted to make sure they gathered all the evidence they could. The exhumations continued. Havilan turned up in three more patients, Jorge Agata, Eleonora Schlegel, and Myrtle Brower. Six out of the 20 bodies exhumed had traces of the paralyzing drug. We expected we would be lucky if we got one. So now we're getting five, six. We were starting to think we've got one of the biggest serial killers of all time. They now had potentially linked Saldivar to six counts of murder. The prosecutor wanted to make sure there was no other explanation for Pavilon being in the bodies. To solidify their case, the detectives obtained all the medical records they could find for all six patients going back over their entire lifetimes. They examined them for any traces of Pavilon. The patient's medical histories showed that Eleonora Schlegel had received pavulon on two occasions in 1983 and 1984. Aside from her and the first patient, none of the others had ever received pavulon as part of their legitimate medical treatment. The only explanation for pavulon being in their systems was Saldivar's magic syringe. The detectives believed they had a rock-solid case but their optimism wasn't shared by the DA's office. The prosecutor had some discouraging news. The wrongful death lawsuit brought by John Schwartz's family had been thrown out. The judge had cited a lack of evidence. The ruling only exacerbated the detectives' fears. They went back to review all the charts of every patient in the hospital, all 450 beds on the nights the six patients had died. They wanted to make sure Saldivar was not actually treating someone else at the times he was accused of committing murder. He could have been present at each murder. CrimeCon, the world's number one true crime event, is coming to London in 2021 on Saturday the 25th and 26th September. Get inside the mind of serial killers and psychopaths, learn from leading criminologists, immerse yourself in forensic evidence, and delve deeper into unsolved crimes. CrimeCon is the ultimate true crime weekend, partnered with crime and investigation and a perfect opportunity to meet fellow true crime enthusiasts. Limited tickets are on sale now at crimecon.co.uk and we have an exclusive discount code for you. 
claim your discount, enter the code REAL at checkout. That's R-E-A-L, REAL. Head over to crimecon.co.uk now. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. After years of searching for evidence of murder, the investigators finally had enough to make an arrest. On January 9th, 2001, the detectives gathered and set out in unmarked cars. Police had kept a close watch on Saldivar. They knew his schedule for every minute of the day. were waiting for him as he left for work that morning. As he left his house, the officers latched onto Saldivar's bumper. It had been two and a half years since Saldivar's confession. They almost had him in their grasp, but all they could do was wait for the right moment to arrest the serial killer. They had no idea what he might do when they finally pulled him over, and they couldn't take any chances. When Saldivar turned onto a deserted road, the officers made their move. He didn't fight as the officers surrounded him. The murderer of defenseless people was now defenseless himself. Detective Fuchsia cuffed Saldivar. 
a lot of police officers don't get to say they, they bagged a serial killer during their career. And, you know, there was a lot of times during the investigation where I didn't think this case was going anywhere, and there was a lot of frustration and thought this day would never come. And when it was finally there, and to be able to place the handcuffs on him, it was a good feeling. It was one of satisfaction. Saldivar's freedom had come to an end. As the detectives read him his rights, the investigator's long journey to capture Saldivar was finally over. You decide to answer questions now without your lawyer being present. You have the right to change your mind at any time and request that your lawyer be present before you answer any further questions. You understand these rights? Check the contents of Bob over there. Saldivar had taken the lives of countless patients. For nine years, he had gotten away with murder. But now, the law would call him to account for his crimes. Now the officers hoped they could discover his motives for killing. Detectives brought Saldivar into the station to question him one more time. We brought him to the interview room. When he got in there, it wasn't about, so we want to ask you, did you do it? It was about, we know you did it. Let's get over that hump. Let's talk about why. And, you know, let's see if we can put an end to this and maybe keep us from exhuming another 20 bodies and disrupting another, you know, 20 uh, victims' families' lives. Detective McKillop told Saldivar six of his patients had tested positive for Pavulon. I just told him it's over. We're here to find out why you did it, not if you did it. You know, if you're going to give us that baloney, then we might as well end this conversation. He said, you know, we have really low um, volume type way. He just basically said that uh, he did it because of workload, that uh, too many patients and too much work and he was doing it to just, you know, thin out the crowd. But this second confession conflicts with what police psychologist Chris Mohandi believes was Saldivar's true motives for killing. That the core of his being is some sort of deep-seated sense of inadequacy or inferiority, which killing remedies, that the power that one experiences, the omnipotence that one experiences by having control over life and death is what would drive him to do these kinds of things. The omnipotence, control over life and death, is the perfect antidote for a person who feels insignificant, perhaps unloved, powerless, out of control. What better way to wield control than to have the ultimate control over life and death, to be almost godlike? Detectives called the relatives of Saldivar's victims it was devastating for them to finally learn their loved ones had been murdered. But with Saldivar's arrest, they would at last find justice. By his own account, Saldivar was near the top of any list of serial killers. He told detectives that he killed on impulse, and after he did it, he never thought about it again. This explanation rings true to police psychologist Chris Mohandi. 
I don't think that Saldivar truly felt a sense of guilt or remorse. I believe that to this day he feels justified in what he did, but not in a mean-spirited way. He truly thinks he was being helpful. The district attorney's office began building their case, according to prosecutor Albert McKenzie. The key to a case like this is basically what I call connecting the dots. Uh, there's no one thing that is going to convict the defendant. It's the totality of the circumstances. It's all the little bits of evidence that you have to present to uh, a grand jury or a jury. The prosecution team was concerned with the level of scientific detail they would have to present to a jury, according to prosecutor Carla Curlin. In this case, it may have been too technical, and the jury just couldn't grasp the concept. And it also was, we were using established technology, but it's not technology that people are generally familiar with, but we were using it in a new way. And so a good defense attorney will always put a spin on that to make it look like it's new, never been done before, experimental, can't be trusted, that kind of thing. At his trial, Saldivar shocked everyone when he pled guilty in order to avoid the death penalty. Larry Schlegel was in the courtroom that day. Given what he had done to my mother and to the other six named victims, and he had injected them with Pavulon, and Pavulon is one of the drugs used in, in administering capital punishment in the state of California. It would have been some poetic justice, I suppose, for him to have gotten similar treatment. The judge gave Saldivar six consecutive life sentences and 15 more years for the attempted murder of Gene Coyle. Despite the prosecution's overwhelming evidence, Albert McKenzie felt it was best to accept Saldivar's plea. Uh, let's bring resolution to all of these people. If ever we got the death penalty on Mr. Saldivar, uh, you know, that might be years away. And the people who cared most about the victims may no longer be around. If we can bring closure to the victims, if we can get Mr. Saldivar off to prison, for uh, six life in prison without the possibility of parole sentences and one life sentence on top of that, uh, you know, we've accomplished some justice here. Ecovera Medical Center has since tightened their controls, but Bob Baker believes Saldivar has done irreparable damage. This sacred institution was in a, a large sense a playground to Ephraim. Uh, he obviously didn't hold life sacred. He violated this institution and it was felt all over the world, I think, that you, you take somebody like that and um, for them to feel that they can do this is, is just, uh, it's unspeakable. Investigators may never know the actual number of Saldivar's victims. The six murders he's known to have committed occurred in his last year at the hospital. I think Saldivar killed hundreds uh, and again, it's based on his own words and just doing the math. If we had that many in one year, and in, in his own words, it was a slow year, he must have killed hundreds of people. I know that we found over 50 suspicious cases in that uh, final year of employment. So it's not like I'm just taking his word for it. I think our own investigation proved that he killed a heck of a lot more than, uh, than what we were able to prove. But thanks to the tireless work of police and scientists alike, they do know that this angel of death will never claim any more victims. 
This podcast episode is based on the documentary Angel of Death. It is directed by Jeff Fine and produced by New Dominion Pictures. You can watch this story, plus many others, in full length for free if you go to Real Stories' YouTube channel. I'm your host, Stephanie Bauer. If you liked this episode, remember to subscribe and leave a review and help us spread the word. You can also find us on Instagram and Twitter at Real Stories Docs. That's one word, Real Stories Docs, spelled D-O-C-S. See you next time. Until then, stay safe. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app. You can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM.